Blog Talk Radio. Hey! Quiet on the set! It's IWS Radio, starring the IWS players, Guy on your dick, Slider Ballscock, Joshua, Bobby Craft, Reverend Moneymaker, Paul Pyatt, Dusty Sandman, Dudley Stonehenge, featuring Canada's own Jamie Maple Leaf, along with special guest star Schmoop. <laughs> And now, straight from the bar, your host, Matt Man and J-Man. Wow. Yeah. Hola, and welcome to another exciting edition of IWS Radio, a.k.a. I'm with Stupid. This is J-Man coming to you live from my luxurious studios here in Redneckville, Arkansas, and sitting right next to me, a few hundred miles to my north-northeast, a man who is both your BFF and poisonous to your relationship. (laughs) Matt Man, bitches. While Matt Man is not exactly poisonous, he is a major (laughs) irritant. (laughs) Cheers, greetings, and welcome to IWS Radio. This is the Matt Man coming to you from the friendly digs here in Bagwine, Ohio. That was set up quite well. We didn't even plan a thing, <laughs> We don't plan anything good. <laughs> it's important for oh, people to know anything that, wor- anything that works was not planned. <laughs> I assure you. Not bad at all. In fact, I think you're probably going to have that written on your tombstone, aren't you? Here lies I may you. have it, yes. A I major, may. <laughs> a major <laughs> Change your Twitter bio to that. <laughs> uh-huh. And once uh-huh. again, as always, thanks to the lovely and mm-hmm. hot Miss Maple Leaf for chiming in on that one. How you doing, huh, baby? Yeah. She's also wet today, J-Man. You know why? <laughs> because she's listening to us. Well, besides that, but among (laughs) other things that we'll get into, it's Canadian River Day. It is. Yeah. Yeah. Celebrate those Canadian rivers. Yeah. So how the heck are you doing, Matt? Well, I'll tell you what, man. We are on a a two-and-a-half-week roll at the beer mine, J-Man. It's been nonstop. Last night was a little frustrating, a little tiresome, a little busy. (laughs) Beer mine is the the place to go to get your uh, your beer and wine and ice needs. Yeah, ice. Conveniently, yeah, that was <laughs> conveniently located at the corner of Elmore and Burnett Roads. That's right. Which Wednesday night, J Man featured a high speed chase. Well, yeah, you're going to have to tell us all about that here in a little bit. Yeah, yeah you uh has there been anything in the paper or the news about it? I quit I quit looking. 
must be a common thing around here that I didn't know about. <laughs> it's so routine, they don't even talk about it anymore. Exactly. Yeah, well, yeah, we had a high-speed chase earlier, and everybody in the I'm, newsroom's like, so what? Yeah, I guess first. I'm sheltered here in the Bagwine compound that Maybe I don't so. get outside in, with the real people enough. It, yeah, I mean, it could look like... Uh, you know, bag wine may uh, may look like uh, <laughs> the city did in in the Death Wish movies. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> I love that movie. <laughs> yeah, I think it was the first one that yeah. I liked the best. Uh, oh, uh, the first one's always the best. Yeah, yeah. but yeah, bag wine could look like East St. Louis, Illinois. You know? <laughs> oh boy! Oh boy! That would not be good. No, we're not that bad. <laughs> Can't be. Can't be. Now, there's a place called Riverside near Dayton that, yeah, that's pretty much a East St. Louis right there. Mm-hmm. In fact, we yeah. appreciate Riverside up here in Bagwine because it keeps us out of the headlines. True. Is that where the strip clubs are? I'm asking for a friend, of course, who might be going up Actually, there. Actually, no, they're not. It's There's nothing there other than the gristle of life. <laughs> All right. Yeah, well, I had a little uh, situation here this morning, Matt. <coughs> oh, goodness. Here at, the, here at the palatial estates. Well, see, making a little arm roast in the in A the little what? Pot. An arm roast. What a is pot an roast. arm roast? Well, it comes from the shoulder, you know, the, of the cow. I've never heard it put that way. I've never heard it put that way. Yeah, well, you know, you got this, you know, it's not up at the top of the shoulder. It's a little down lower, so it's part of the arm. Okay. Yeah, it's delicious. Delicious. Right. You put it in the crock pot, cook it about eight to ten hours in the crock pot, and you have got, I mean, it just shreds with a fork. It's awesome. Delicious. Oh, oh, oh yeah. And then, you know, the leftovers. Because, you know, you got the carrots and the potatoes and all that in there and the gravy. Sure. And you put yeah. it all together, and then the next day you heat it all up together and you got your beef hash. Mmm. Right? You know I'm a hash fan. I know you're you're, you're into hash. So I anyway, uh, I was uh, I was doing it. Of course, you know I got the, uh, the six-quart crock pot, oval, red, right. very nice. And, you know, you put the Crock-Pot liner in there so that it'll be easy to clean. And, uh put a No, you don't. You crock- do not. Yeah. No, you don't. Yeah. Crock-Pot liner so it makes it easier to clean. All right. And Continue. Four for 92 cents. It's totally worth it, Matt. Trust me. Yeah. So, I then I put a little water in, you know, and I you right. know, peel the carrots. And I cut, you know, each carrot into four or five equal pieces. And uh, of course. then, you know, just line the bottom of the of the crock pot with the carrots and then put the roast on top of it so the carrots will cook in the meat juice. That's hot. Right. Sure. <laughs> right. And then the onion on top. And then, of course, around 2 o'clock this afternoon, I'll put the potatoes in. Well, right. here's the problem, Matt. Oh, boy. I, d- I, don't, have any food, I don't have any food-safe gloves. My hands are going to my hands are going to 
my hands are going to smell like onion all day long. I can oh, feel it, Matt. I can feel it. Actually, what I'm feeling is the fact that I washed my hands four times afterwards. I think that's what I'm feeling mostly, but <laughs> with the antibacterial style soap. Well, mm-hmm. couldn't you have put one of your crockpot liners around your hands or something with a rubber band? <laughs> maybe, I, maybe I could have. <laughs> so anyway, I'm, I'm going to have to deal with that. I, I got a box of the gloves. I, you know, I don't, I don't like to spend a lot of time in stores. I don't. I, I really like to just grab what looks like the thing I'm looking for and throw it in the cart and go on. And I right. get home and I find out that they're not food-safe gloves. They're the lightly powdered. So. Oh, and yeah, that's um, not good. No, no, that powder probably, you know, causes cancer or something. I'm sure it does. Yeah, so so I'm having to do it without gloves. Oh, boy. And, uh, I'll have the, the like stinky Like going fingers. without a net. Yeah. Yeah, so if I seem a little off today... That's what it is. It's the, you know the, All right. my hand my hands are tingling because I had to handle the uh, carrots and onions without the gloves. Oh boy, this is big. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. Right. So that's that's where things stand this morning. You can mm-hmm. imagine difficult difficult situation, but I will uh, I'll soldier on. As you always do. I had a little incident last night, J Man. Oh, you did? Household incident. Yeah. Mm. Oh, yeah. I um. I needed Schmoop to uh, undo the knot that was in my shorts. Oh, did you now? Yeah. I thank you for. I, I could just, you know, just a little Saturday night. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Actually, it had nothing to do with that, J-Man. Oh, really? I literally had a knot <laughs> in the drawstring of my shorts that I could not undo. No! And God, I would have done it no. myself. No! No! <laughs> <laughs> I would have unknotted it myself, but I couldn't see the drawstring that well over my gut. So, <laughs> Schmoop got down on her knees. <laughs> How you doing, old baby? <laughs> How you doing? And undid my knot. Uh-huh. <laughs> you didn't even know that Schmoop could still get down on her knees, did you? <laughs> no, I didn't. <laughs> when she was so done untying your knot, did she uh yeah. did she have to just stay down there for a few minutes, rest up, recharge? <laughs> well, she she laid on the floor and I handed her a <laughs> cigarette. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah, no. And I thanked her publicly on Facebook. And I, I know all these perverts out there were thinking something naughty. Oh, God, everybody's got such a dirty mind. I don't know where where it comes from, why they act that way. 
And then, of course, Mook's thinking, you know, if you're going to think like that, if you knew Matt, you you know damn well he couldn't tie that thing in a knot. <laughs> well, that was nice of uh, Smoop to do that. Of course, you know, your little problem of not being able to see the knot, you could have just taken the shorts off. <laughs> I could have, but I wanted to leave them on because I was going commando, J-Man. Oh, and you didn't want to feel vulnerable. Up here yesterday. <laughs> you didn't want to feel vulnerable. Oh, God, no. I hate to be naked. <laughs> well, that's pretty frustrating, a little knot in the uh, drawstring. Yeah, it sort. is. It usually happens to me, and uh, I can't get the shorts off. Yeah. Because they're tied in a knot. I could get them on, I could get them off, but they were a little tight, but I wanted to leave them on. I just wanted a kind of like a bodily sigh of relief. Yeah. <laughs> a little more comfortable when you sit, if you can get it. Yeah, yeah exactly. Or another option would be to just not tie the drawstring, just kind of. Well, see, here's the thing. They were probably washed a year. Well, they were probably washed a year ago with the knot tied. And this was the first time I wore them. <laughs> oh, okay. They, and all the yeah, they were washed. Coagulated. Yeah, they got washed, you know, right before you guys put your your spring your summer clothes away for the winter, right? And switched over to the winter wardrobe. Oh yeah, I, I I've switched all that out. Yeah. Yeah. Right. As I told Miss Maple Leaf, I think a week ago, I was gonna do that straighten up my closet. I didn't did, get to did that. Didn't get no, to that, did you? No, <laughs> no, no I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't get to that pantry either. I was going to clean out the pantry. and Yeah. Yeah. But uh, I did. I've cleaned out my closet, my walk-in closet, and I cleaned out the uh, the closet where the hot water heater is. Got that organized. Yeah. I've made some progress. I mean, oh, I did that a few good. months ago. A few months ago. I haven't really... Yeah, I like Baby to. Stuff. I like to. Baby stuff. Yeah, I like to pace myself when I do these things. Oh yeah, you don't want to go overboard. I'll tell you what, yeah. Jay man, that is a sexy looking chat room because in in addition to all the guests and the lovely Jamie. Oh yeah. You see who's in the house? Oh, yeah, Hello. I see him. My name is Jesse Ferg. My name is Jesse Ferg, and I'm in the chat room. Yeah, he's storming in early this week. Yes, he is. He must have gone to an early church service. Must have. Must have hit the, uh, the early service, yep. Yeah. yeah. Rather than the uh, <clears throat> the 11 a.m. contemporary service. <laughs> you know, the one with the rock band. <laughs> oh, yeah. Not a fan. Not a fan. No, no. If I'm going to church, I want to go old school. Oh, yeah. 
I want I want fire and brimstone speeches from the preacher, and I want that air conditioning turned up so the people that it's hitting home to start sweating a little more. <laughs> <laughs> and I want to hear Rock of Ages and Faith of Our Fathers. That's right. I don't want any electric guitars. <laughs> no. I want some dude want with a mohawk. Out of tune organ. <laughs> That's right, with a little old lady playing it too. <laughs> exactly, with blue hair. It's not gray; it's blue. <laughs> That's right. Because <laughs> she gets it done every Saturday, so she'll look Damn good for right. church. Mm-hmm. And she smells like a rose bush. <laughs> mhm. And or mothballs. Oh yeah. Like. Like my high school Latin teacher. Uh-huh. Oh, boy. <laughs> yep. She was a spitter, too, Jay. She could, She was like 80 years old. She, I don't know. God, I was in the front row. and Publiat Secunda. God, and I'm already drenched. I hate Publiat and Secunda because they just got me all wet. God. <laughs> Terrible. Oh, Jesse is in rare form already today. Yeah, I see that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Went to the services at the church of your mom, and yes, she plays the organ. Yeah. And he left his dignity on her nightstand, no doubt. (laughs) (laughs) All right. All right. Well, I think uh, think there's some breaking news. Isn't there some breaking news, Matt? I don't know how you called it, but yes, there is, J-Man. This is Senator John McCain. As a former military hero and prisoner of war myself, I am very happy to see the release of former Afghan war POW, Bo Bergdahl, and his safe return to his country and to his family. Here's to your service and your homecoming, Sergeant Bergdahl. All right. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, I had a little controversy over that. So Yeah, there was. Good to see. Good to see Senator McCain standing up, standing tall. Well, standing. Not so yeah, much well, tall, but standing. Not, uh, yeah, yeah, not all that tall, but yeah, but still. He might be a, a shade taller than Putin. I don't know. Maybe, maybe. maybe. Maybe, but anyway, yeah, so it's good to see him. Yeah, you know, a lot of people on uh, his side of the aisle seem to uh, have some problems with that whole thing, so. A lot of haters out there. Yeah, good to see him uh, standing up to them and doing the right thing. As a veteran and former POW, he should. And and as a statesman, that he is. <laughs> that he is, yes, he is. Yeah. And, and uh, oh, got a happy birthday. Shout out for someone, Matt. Oh, really? 
Yes, uh, Ms. Knight had a birthday this last week. Uh-huh. Mm, how you doing, huh, baby? Yeah, she's uh, going to be celebrating that birthday in Central Park today. So, everyone, really? you're in New York, and we're big in New York, so you guys get out there to Central <laughs> Park, and you find you find Ms. Knight, and you wish her a happy birthday. And don't stare at her. God, I hope so. She is in my in my mind, in my dreams. Just saying. <clears throat> don't want to go into detail or anything there, but. <laughs> so happy birthday okay, to her! Man. And hey, it's it's, uh, it's our friend Karen's birthday too. It's our friend Karen's birthday too. Karen, New Jersey, Karen. Mm-hmm. I know. I know you. I know you guys are close. Oh no! I think I know who you're talking about. Yes, we are. <laughs> yeah, big four zero for Karen. So happy birthday to her. Well, that's good. I'll tell you what. I was accused of by her throwing her under the bus years ago. So just for her really? birthday, I'll. Yeah. You were you you yeah. of all people. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, That's a shocking development. <laughs> I'll take her out for the day. Take her out from under the bus. <laughs> and and a shout out to our friend and colleague uh, Tracy Morgan, badly injured in a car accident yesterday. Yes. And then also in New Jersey. Yeah. And uh, hopefully he will uh, recover. We'll be okay. Haven't heard any updates this morning, but apparently he's still in intensive care. And and, uh, and shout out to the uh, to the woman on uh, on CNN, as they had a guy standing there in New Jersey, explaining that a big rig driver came up on slow traffic and caused a big accident and knocked the uh, limo bus that Tracy was riding in on its side and killed one person and badly injured Tracy Morgan and four others. And the chick on CNN says, well, given his history, we have to ask, was alcohol involved? (laughs) (laughs) And the guy was like, well, since he was not driving, I don't know that that's really relevant. (laughs) No, it's not. (laughs) Turns out it was a Walmart driver driving the big rig that caused the accident. Really? Yeah, Walmart just, they just can't stop ruining things at Walmart. Things. I mean, they can't. No, they can't. Now, now they tried to take out Tracy Morgan. And what the hell's wrong with those people? So that's about it. You know what else? Out. That's it? That's all I got. Well, I got one shout-out to whoever was driving this silver SUV Wednesday night down Burnett Road with three cops chasing him at about <laughs> 80 miles an hour. That was some serious driving, dude. 
Mm-hmm. That was good stuff. Yeah, here was the thing, Jay. Wait on a customer, and you hear these sirens, and here comes an SUV followed by two cops, and then like 10 seconds behind it, a third cop, and they go down Burnett Road. Then now, how like did that go again minutes. when he went when he went by? <laughs> what did no. Yeah. <laughs> well, what did the siren sound like? Woo, 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 woo. <laughs> if you've been in Europe, they did it more of an a. Chased them at 40 miles an hour in a Peugeot. I don't know. All four of them were flying. And about two minutes later, after they passed Burnett, they must have hit a side street and came back around down Elmore, which is where we were conveniently located at the Burnett corner of Burnett and Elmore. <laughs> well, the cops, yeah, and the cops blocked that intersection at Burnett and Elmore. So this idiot goes flying through the parking lot uh, across the street from us through Donato's. And the best thing about this whole thing, when he did that, I could see the passenger side, and there's a dog's head hanging out the window, just <laughs> sucking up the air, having the time of his life. Yeah, ears just flapping in the breeze, huh? <laughs> oh, yeah, this is great. Oh, oh, oh. Fantastic, man. Yeah, so that was pretty exciting. It's amazing that it's good that no one was backing out of Donato's or yeah, no yeah. one was standing in the parking lot. So that was pretty exciting. Yeah. Yeah, and that poor bag one PD guy thinking he's got the road blocked, and yeah. he just turns he and waiting, goes through the park. Sitting there waiting <laughs> on all the glory. <clears throat> mm-hmm. And instead, dude goes through the parking lot, and that cop yep. probably went, "Damn, that's not right." <laughs> that's not right. <laughs> Did you see that, Sarge? He went right by me. <laughs> I was all ready to nab him. Yeah. I like that word, nabbed. I nabbed He's going to get credit for the collar. <laughs> so uh, maybe they could have, you know, been nice if they'd uh, pinned him in right there in front of you and you could have watched him pepper spray him. And, and I had my camera, him. Jay. I, I could have gotten <laughs> an interview with yeah. the suspect. You could have been a CNN eye reporter right there. That's right. Yeah, they pepper spray him, taser him, and start beating the hell out of him on the on the ground. Mm-hmm. That dog probably would have run up to you and said, "Well, I'm yours now." Yeah, I'd take him in and give him some beef jerky compliments of drive-by Mikey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What could have been? What could have been? I know. So oh, did you uh you, you didn't find out anything of what what happened what the deal was? No, I looked at the paper that night and online, and then looked again the next morning, and then on Channel Seven both night and morning, nothing, nothing. Weird. <coughs> well, you know what I mean with that kind of driving skill, it might have been a former cop who uh, they were chasing, and they might have just they swept it all under the rug. Quiet. 
Yeah. Could have been like the former cop who's the brother of the current chief of police or something. I'm just, you know, speculating. I don't know these things. Well, I'll tell you what, our sheriff's going through a nasty divorce, maybe had something to do with Oh, well, there that. you go. <laughs> He's having a bad night. <laughs> yeah, his third nasty divorce. <laughs> well, if you're going to have a divorce, it might as well be a nasty one. Exactly. All right. That was the excitement in my week. Well, do you have any update on the uh, guy hit by the train that drive by Mikey? Saved he's still life? alive. Yeah, he's still alive. For those who uh, don't know, drive by Mikey. Um, watched a guy get hit by a train last Friday, and he's still alive. He's hanging on. Tried to commit suicide, evidently, but no. Mike would have none of that. <laughs> Mike wasn't going to put oh. up with that. Yeah, no. That's the easy out. That's the easy way out, chump. Come on, pick yourself up. Keep breathing. Yeah. <clears throat> You've got so much to live for, buddy. <laughs> yeah. Which sounds good until they say, like what? And you're like, well. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> you think I've true, had folks. people tell me that. I've had people tell me that, and I uh, really. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you need to think these things through, people. You're going to tell somebody they've got so much to live for. You're going to have to answer the next question. Because <laughs> uh-huh. this is a chess match, not a checkers game. <laughs> you don't get That's the jump. Right. <laughs> 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 yeah. Yeah, well, I thought maybe I thought maybe Mikey'd gone up there to see him, maybe maybe get a thank you from him. <laughs> nah, nah. Maybe checking to see if there's a little reward in it for him. <laughs> oh, I doubt there's any reward. <laughs> <clears throat> well, if you could convince him that there might be, maybe he will go up there. <laughs> as far as I'm thinking. If Mike went up there, the dude would pull the chest tube out of his chest and poke him in the eye with it. <laughs> uh-huh. Guy's lying there with hooked up to all these machines. Got all these tubes in him. $15,000 a day. Thanks, Mike. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. <laughs> this is working out great, buddy. <laughs> My this yeah. is how I planned it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is how I game planned this out. <laughs> I just wanted a little time off from life. <laughs> they tell me I may never walk again. Thanks. This saline solution they're feeding me is freaking tasty. Thanks, Mike. <laughs> oh, no, no, it's great. Every... Every three hours, a nurse comes in with an ice cube for me. Thanks. And I've always wanted a catheter. <laughs> Just like the ones they sell on the ads on MSNBC. Uh-huh. Check it out, dude. They're reusable. <laughs> oh, God. Pain? No, I'm not in pain. They come in every four hours with two Tylenol. I'm doing great. 
Yeah. <laughs> Had fourteen dollars a tablet. <laughs> exactly. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Living large. Take, Living the dream. <laughs> they take my temperature rectally. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, maybe he shouldn't go. <laughs> I'll invite you back in six months, and maybe we can share some soft food. <laughs> we can have a little plate of jello together. <laughs> uh. <laughs> oh, yeah. Unintended consequences. <laughs> That's right. <clears throat> All right. Well, there is a big event going on this uh, this weekend, I believe, in Las Vegas, Matt. Really? Your friend and mine, Giada De Laurentiis, yes. is opening her first oh. restaurant. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's right. Yep, opening it in a fancy-schmancy boutique hotel there on the strip yep and uh it's uh eh, kind of a high-end restaurant i know that's a comes as a surprise and uh one of the unique features of her restaurant is Mm -hmm. that on the menu all of the pastas are spelled out phonetically for people (laughs) just in case you're a complete freaking moron (laughs) You can't pronounce it. And as I told you when you mentioned this to me, I don't believe that. No, but it's true. It's, it's true because true. The, because the the menu is online and there it is. <laughs> and oh uh, but luckily for us though, because Giada is our friend, she wanted to uh, advertise her yeah. her new restaurant because well, you know, we're a national and international show. So I mean, this is yes, we are. Yeah. A way for her to get a great audience. And by the way, any of you, anyone else out there looking to advertise with IWS Radio, pulling in some pretty good numbers worldwide. Just saying. Excellent numbers, and we have convenient rates. <laughs> yeah, boy, do we! <laughs> so anyway, uh, let's uh, let's hear uh, the new ad for uh, Giada's new restaurant. Buonasera, and welcome to Giada's Condescending Cafe, located inside a hotel you probably can't afford to stay in. It's grand opening time, and I'm looking forward to seeing you come in and probably get the first legitimate Italian meal of your life. I know this is all way over your head, so I'm here to help you out. 
When you come to my new restaurant, you will probably be refused service because you dress like a slob. You'll be given a chance to go back to your cheap, nasty room and change into something presentable, and you will then be seated. Since your idea of Italian is probably a disgusting can of Chef Boyardee or pizza made by a slovenly drug addict from the nearest Casey's General Store, we have printed out how to pronounce some of our pastas phonetically. I and other highly trained, but not nearly as attractive employees will also be here to help you. Hello, sir, and welcome. What are you thinking of having tonight? I think I'll have me some of that rigatona. Rigatoni. Whatever. Maybe just a plate of that spaghetti. Spaghetti. God, this is going to be harder than I thought. Anyway... Come on out and enjoy truly superior dining experience that you'll want to tell your whole family about at the next hoedown you attend back home. That's Jada's Condescending Cafe at the Cromwell in Las Vegas, where you probably don't deserve food this good. ascoltando solo sulla rete BTF. Yeah. All right. Sounds like a great place to go. Oh, it does. Yeah, great customer service there. And, I bet uh, they don't have hamburgers there, do they? <laughs> probably not. And if they do, they're $27. Uh-huh. I think the 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 uh the 6 ounce fillet was $43, so on the menu. 6 ounce fillet. That's, <laughs> that's an appetizer. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care if I had Mitt Romney money. I would not go there and pay that. <laughs> I'd be like, yeah, you guys have fun. I'm going to the Sizzler. <laughs> Heck, yeah. <laughs> they got the 12-ounce sirloin and free trips to the food bar, buddy. <laughs> That's right. And, or, uh, as, and, uh, and I wanna... or as I, I today, after the show, I'm going to rallies and get the Pubster. Two for four. Two ground beef Ooh. patties, cheese sauce, onion rings on Texas toast. <laughs> that sounds mm. good. Doesn't it? I'll take pictures. <laughs> yeah, well, please do. <laughs> <laughs> That's where you'll Jay and I get our porn anymore, work. <laughs> people. <laughs> you'll have to mark those pictures not safe for work. That's porn. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, and I want to thank uh, Google Translate for uh, that little bumper right there. <laughs> so you, you put in what you want it to say, and you translate it, and you get to hit the little button, and it you know pronounce, and it tells you how to pronounce it. And uh, so you turn the volume all the way up, and you put the microphone right in front of the speaker, and you record that bitch <laughs> because you can't download it. Well, I'll tell you what, Jay, this is funny. You thought you could beat me, Google? Hell no. <laughs> that kind of, uh, you know, we're going to talk about some changes. We Not in, not really changes, enhancements to the show coming up. Yeah. I thought a good segment was, you know, I got a Japanese friend. She know who's our child. Uh, whatever. You know. <laughs> mutual friend of Nurse Sherry and I. Um 
he types in Japanese, and I hit Bing translation, and uh-huh. we need to do a we need to do a Bing translation reading <laughs> segment every week. <laughs> yeah, you know, I was just saying the same thing because I have a friend who lives in the Netherlands, and she types in Dutch, and uh, the, the translation is a little a little sketchy sometimes. I think <laughs> exactly. <laughs> My friend uh, Tanisha Rowe was eating a dragon the other day. It was the most amazing thing. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. So you, you all may hear well, that in the near future. Yeah. Actually, the, the, transla- the translation problem, He what he was, he was eating Godzilla. <laughs> See, I wouldn't have gone there. I'm much more <laughs> no, politically correct than that. <laughs> People anyway, like y'all, to call in. Oh yeah. They can Good. always call in, Jay Man. On the Godzilla hotline. Six six one two four four nine eight five two. Yeah, those phone lines are open. Come call in and save us from ourselves. Folks. <laughs> <laughs> we knew this was hey, you know a wild one, Jay Man. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, you know what happened Saturday night what I'm flipping through the channels as I like to do sometimes and I saw that the uh, the Cardinals were playing you know I'm a big Cardinals fan I thought well I haven't seen them play any this year Mm -hmm. not watch them and uh, Mm -hmm. playing uh, Toronto Blue Jays had the bases loaded with nobody out Jose Batista at the plate, and things were looking a little scary. Mm-hmm. And then, triple play, baby. Right there. Really? Cardinals turned a triple. Yes. Line, the, the line drive caught by the second baseman flipped to the shortstop covering second, and for some reason, the runner on first had wandered way off the bag, and uh, they nabbed him trying to get mm-hmm. back to first. Triple play, inning over, just like that. That's the second triple play I've seen in my life. Never live, of course. Seen them on TV. And so I figured, you know, well, that's it. It's not going to get any better than that, so I turned the channel. Right. (laughs) And then what happened? (laughs) Oh, that was it. You meant that literally was that was it. Yeah, <laughs> okay. I I turned it I over to like house hunting. up some excitement. <laughs> no, 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 no. Turned it over to uh, like house hunters or something. And okay. Continued with my wild and out of control Saturday night partying. Yeah. Or Friday night. Oh, I don't okay. know. Friends, Senator John McCain here again. It has come to my attention that the release of Mr. Bergdahl resulted in us handing over five ruthless Taliban members who were being held in captivity at Gitmo. 
These men will now seek to once again rain down a haboob of evil upon our great nation, <laughs> while some of our more liberal compatriots celebrate the return of a cowardly deserter, one Mr. Bergdahl. No. Oh. <clears throat> I guess they got to him. Yeah, yeah, that's weird. I mean, for John McCain to flip flop, that is really. I know. That's a shocking development right there. Yeah. Ooh. Oh, well. Uh-huh. And shout out to all those, uh, all those Republicans who uh, still were in uh, in the middle of uh, primary fights. Who went back and deleted all of your your tweets celebrating <laughs> the return of Sergeant Bergdahl? Uh-huh. That's, a, that's impressive. That is a whole chapter in profiles and courage for you guys. <laughs> uh-huh. <clears throat> and especially shout out to Lindsey Graham, who uh, <laughs> is facing a primary, I believe, this Tuesday or next Tuesday. Yeah, and, I think uh, it's just one. Yeah, just one to make sure. Just wanted to make sure he was okay by uh, announcing that he thinks that President Obama should be impeached over the return of Sergeant Bergdahl. Of course. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I'm disappointed in him. I would just wish he would come out, Senator Graham, and come out. I am. I am all for gay marriage. (laughs) <laughs> you know, that's what he's been waiting for his entire life. Uh-huh. Yeah. I mean, because it's not going to happen in South Carolina. He could just announce he's not running again and he's moving to Illinois or Massachusetts or Washington yeah. or Wisconsin yeah. or, you know, any of the other places that the, the judges keep striking down the gay marriage laws. <clears throat> and... More breaking news, Matt. Spain's Rafael Nadal has just won the French Open. His ninth, his ninth French Open championship. Really? You're kidding? Nine. He's he's kind of a clay court specialist. Yes. Oh, I'll tell you what, Jay, man. Speaking of specialists. You know, we had the Belmont steaks yesterday. Yes, and, we did. Um, they were delicious. <laughs> yes, they were. <laughs> and California Chrome, everyone's favorite, was denied an opportunity mm-hmm. to win. Devastated, man. I was devastated. Well, turns out there's some nefarious actions behind that. So if you had your way, you would say you got to run the Triple Crown or you cannot come up in the Belmont and be a fresh horse. That's right. It's all or nothing. It's all or nothing. Because this is not fair to these horses that have been running their guts out for these people and for the people that believe in them. Or have somebody to come up like, this is a coward's way out, in my opinion. This is a coward's way out. So you think they came right after your horse and that was the plan, just like they have other potential Triple Crowns? Exactly. You know what? If you've got a horse, run him in all three. If you've got a horse that can, that if you've got a horse that earns points to run in the Kentucky Derby, those 20 horses that start in Kentucky are the only 20 available, 
elbow to run in all three races. This is the coward's way out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, there you go. Yeah, he seemed a little, uh, little bitchy yesterday. wasn't wasn't, uh, wasn't nearly as as charming as he had been. His wow. his aw shucks cowboy routine was, was a little off yesterday. <laughs> Poor old Steve Coburn, owner of California Chrome. Yeah, saying he hates yeah. specialists. He hates these mile and a halfers. Nah. Yeah, not a fan of these mile and a half specialists. I'm surprised he didn't run out there and kick that horse right in the shin. That's right. You know, I was thinking, do you remember um, Darcy Levins with the Packers? Oh, yeah. Third down specialist, right? Yeah, that's where, but if it was raining and it was muddy, he would start. He was a mudder. (laughs) <laughs> he, he loved to run in the yeah. mud. He was very good at it. Yeah. There yeah. You go. Again, you, you know. Gotta use a... you gotta, hey, look, if you got a guy, if you got a running back, you play that running back. Not just when it's raining. Not just when it's muddy. You play him on the hard surface. You play him yeah, on the turf. Yeah, that's what the Colts would say at the. That's uh, right. <laughs> I was going to say RCA much. Dome. I forget what it is now. <laughs> uh, Lucas Oil Field. Oh, there yeah. you go. Oh, no. You're you going to play him. him. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, put him out here on the fast track at Lucas Oil Field, huh? Try that. Yeah, we'll beat him down. <laughs> or I'm not even a big NASCAR fan, but I know enough about it that I'm like, yeah, well, a few years back, maybe still, uh, when it comes to a road track, a road course, Boris said, there's a team that always brings in Boris <laughs> said, some guy who knows how to run road courses. Right, and uh, and Robbie Gordon was also a road course specialist. Yeah. Oh no, you got to run them every time. That's not oh, fair. You Your team has you, to. Be you didn't race at Daytona or Talladega, huh? But mm-hmm. Here you are at Pocono. Oh, look at that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, we'll see you at Sonoma too, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you got a point. There. But no, well, you know, you can imagine all the people who were just furious at at the Eagles running by sick of him out there on third down all the time. Exactly. <laughs> Unstoppable. Didn't run him on first down or second down, though, did they? No. And here's another thing. Oh, I think your rule about nasal strips is not fair. We need uh-huh. that change. Oh, yeah. We can change that, but oh, the other rule's got to go. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like everybody loves a little... Sounds like somebody's got a little sense of entitlement going here. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Everyone loved California Chrome and his owner until he had to ruin it all. Yep. Such a tragic yeah. story. It's kind of like these, these politicians and celebrities that try to, you know, give this image of being just an everyday guy until one day they yeah, punch out yeah. the steward in the uh, first class section of Virgin Airlines and everybody goes, mm-hmm, there we go. Yeah, uh-huh. champagne wasn't cold enough for you, was it, buddy? Well, okay. <laughs> yeah. So here's a big <laughs> to Steve Coburn. Yeah. Just take it like a man. It's not like 
God, how many Triple Crown winners have there been? Eleven or whatever? Something like that, yeah. In all the years of racing? Oh, my God. Yeah. I mean, you know, California Chrome is no secretary, even if he had one yesterday. Now, I think the trainer actually said, I think that's the old dude, the Sherman dude. He just didn't have it today. Oh, no, that wasn't good enough for the owner. No, 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 no. No, no. You know, and it really kind of pisses me off when a horse wins Kentucky and then the Preakness, because it kind of forces me to watch <laughs> Belmont. Also. Well, and well, I know sure. he's not going to win. And I know he's not going to win. So, <laughs> you know, it, it disappoints me that uh, I get forced to do that. Because there are eight whole minutes of horse racing that I had to watch this year. That and you really just, didn't just, need to. Yeah, it's just not right. Yeah. Well, I and didn't uh, watch it, and I didn't listen in, listen to it on the radio. I'd forgotten about it because we were busy. <laughs> well, but it did result in this right here, Matt. Quite possibly the greatest comment in the history of Internet comments. On the Associated Press story of uh, Tonalist winning the Belmont Stakes, a Cynthia Campbell of Joplin, Missouri, comments, There will be no fairy tale stories or triple crown winners or rags to riches tales as long as Obama and his minions continue to destroy this great country. Well, we have... We have lost our hope. We are ba- we barely dare to dream, and we know in advance that heartening and inspiring come-from-behind stories cannot happen with Obama sucking all the soul and heart from this nation. Get rid of Obama, and maybe, maybe there will be a Triple Crown winner and Cinderella stories for our children and grandchildren to pin their dreams on. <laughs> If I was able to reply, you know what I would reply right now to her? The last Triple Crown winner happened under Jimmy Carter. Take that. (laughs) Take that. Well done, Cynthia Campbell of Joplin, Missouri. Feel free to call this show anytime. You go to the front of the line. You are now our best friend. At 661-244-9852. Yeah, now I, and what now I really I love about a, it is what I really love about it is all of the people who are just furious with anger, thinking that that is real, <laughs> and that she wasn't just trolling them. <laughs> <laughs> now I did have a favorite customer of mine, and a school chum, a school friend, since this is Best Friends Day, Jay Man. Mm-hmm. Of Schmoops. Uh, Billy C. came through yesterday with his girlfriend to get some beer about, oh, I don't know, 7.15. He said, did you listen to the Belmont Stakes? I said, oh, man, I forgot about it. It's too busy. He said, well, California Chrome didn't win. I said, who won? He said, "Uh, Tonsil? I said, (laughs) I don't know. It began with a T. (laughs) <laughs> There's your horse racing expert right there. <laughs> exactly. <clears throat> oh man, so 
Yeah, it was a good time. It was a good time. I watched eight minutes of baseball and eight minutes of horse racing this year. Man. I don't know what else I'll do. You were yeah. out of your element you know, yesterday, weren't you? I know. Yeah. It's a little messed up. But uh, I tell you what, who's in, who's in his element? He's got a who's nice that? little week in review for us, and we can uh, pick up from there for the second oh, half boy. of the show. Is uh, yeah. our our buddy Cliche Johnson. Has, Love uh, the guy. He's had a few thoughts on some of the things we've talked about and a couple other things. So, I love him 110%. Hell yeah. I love him with all my heart. <laughs> well, hey there, folks. Cliche Johnson here, spouting off for IWS Radio. Boy, howdy. It's been one heck of a week, y'all. The controversy over American POW Bo Bergdahl has set folks' tongues a wagon. People have spent the week shouting at each other over whether or not it was worth it to bring our man home. Of course, when things like this happen, you have to take everything anyone says with a grain of salt. And remember, when all is said and done, more will be said than done. I don't understand why things like this get blown all out of proportion. If there's one thing we do well in this country, it's make mountains out of molehills. I'm not saying anyone is right or wrong here. I'm no expert on these things. But I am saying maybe we shouldn't fly off the handle and jump to conclusions. We should just wait until all the facts are in. And when the administration lays all their cards on the table, we shouldn't just give it the once-over because we all know that the devil's in the details. So, we got to hold their feet to the fire and make sure everything is kosher. The NBA Finals got off to a rousing start on Thursday, with San Antonio earning a hard-fought 15-point win over the Miami Heat. The game was nip and tuck, most of the way through until the Heat looked like they were going to put some daylight between themselves and the Spurs late in the third quarter. But, quick as a flash, the Spurs came roaring back and not only overcame the Heat, but the Heat of the unair-conditioned arena to win going away. The turning point of the game was when LeBron James was felled by leg cramps and had to be carried off the court. With their fallen leader writhing in pain and riding the pines, the Heat hit the panic button and folded like a cheap tent. Finally, it was the 70th anniversary of the D-Day invasion on Friday. Everybody who was anybody was there, including President Obama and his nemesis, Vladimir Putin. Poor Mr. Putin was getting the cold shoulder from most of the European leaders who aren't all that happy with his behavior these days. Putin didn't seem deterred, though. He's a man of strong convictions, and he wore their disapproval as a badge of honor. All in all, wasn't a bad celebration, though. It's good for us to remember the people who went before us and saved the world from tyranny. I salute those men and women, too. Well, I guess I should be heading on out and let you guys get on with your business. For IWS Radio, this has been Cliche Johnson. Talk to you for now. <laughs> hey everyone, this is Warrior Cat, and you're listening to IWS only on Blog Talk Radio. Mwah! And here we go. I think you pretty much covered everything. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, cliche really puts the mustard to the cracker. <laughs> he does. 
And uh, speaking of uh, BFFs, and we were, and yeah. we'll continue to be, and uh, so on that bumper there, shout out to my BFF, the lovely, the talented Miss Warrior Cat. And that's a little mwah our way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. So it is uh, Best Friends Day, Matt. I was going to say she's one of your best friends, and it's Best Friends Day. Yeah. <clears throat> Works out pretty good, huh? <laughs> yeah, that was a nice segue that we, once again, did not plan. Yeah. Again, because it worked. Yeah, it's just magic. It's magic. The show is magic. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, if you want to be our best friend, <laughs> you could always call in on the best friend hotline at six six one two four four nine eight five two. Yeah. Call us up. Tell us why why we're your best friend or, or who your best friend might be or who you yeah. wish your best friend was. Like, I'd like to be BFFs with uh, Chrissy Teigen. I think that would be – I think she and I would be great friends. Butterface. You're so shallow, Matt. That's really sad. No, yeah, I'm, so, I'm so shallow. Well, yeah, he listen to you. Butterface. Well, she is. Oh, my God. She's not attractive. Not true. She's gorgeous. No, no. She's a beautiful human being. Well, maybe she is inside. Inside and out. Well, she's funny. She's got nice ass. Nice legs. Mm. I don't know. They're kind of like Iggy Azalea's legs. Ugh. Now that's like she, nasty. Like Brian Urlacher's legs. I was going to say, <laughs> she'll break you in half with those legs, man. <laughs> uh, that's what I'm saying. I don't want that. <laughs> I just want some bruises. I don't want breakage. <laughs> I think uh, I think Bill Clinton and I would be good friends too. You think so? Oh yeah, I think so. I think we would, uh, you know, hang out, sit on the front porch, drink some lemonade, mm-hmm. solve world problems till the wee hours of the morning. Rate the girls passing by in their convertibles. Well, yeah, of course. It would it, the night would end end with him, you know. Picking up a hottie and leaving me there alone, but you know, See, that, okay. that's not right. It's okay. That's not, that's not what friends do. <laughs> yeah, well, that's <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, it's just this is the way it works out. <laughs> all my life, all the time. <laughs> I'd be good friends with Oscar Wilde. <laughs> I bet you would. <laughs> <laughs> now, now, see, that is a myth. <laughs> What? That's a myth. Wait a minute. All those love letters he wrote that dude are all a myth? They didn't happen? 
It was just prose. He was just practicing, was he? <laughs> yeah. Oscar Wilde was the man, and I mean the man. <laughs> okay, Matt. Some people have to be that way. Some people have to pretend their their heroes weren't really, you know, open about their sexuality. Mm-hmm. Just like, just like there's, me. There's men, there, there's men out Nietzsche there's was... men out there who who don't believe Rock Hudson was gay. <laughs> there's, oh, Rock there's people Hudson out there. Gay. There's people out there who, uh, <laughs> including my sister, who don't believe Freddie Mercury. <laughs> Was gay. I kept telling her, Freddie, Freddie Mercury was gay. How could she no, not believe not. that? Well, let me tell you. I said he named his band Queen, and she says that's because he's British. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, we were kids. Yeah. She grew out of it. And she grew up, and she learned to accept people for who and what they are. Unlike some people, hey. apparently. <laughs> what do you learned mean apparently? What, what accept the truth about people. I'm just saying that, you know, we should just accept the truth about people and be accepting of them for who they are and, and you know, and love them for who they are and not who we pretend they aren't or are. Oscar Wilde was merely eccentric. <laughs> A little bit. Yeah. You still could I'll tell you who I was. Sure. Oh, sure. I'll tell you who I was friends with, J-Man. From grade school up until a few years ago, Joe Aker. Oh yeah, what, why, why until a few years ago? Nah, he does. Well, his wife doesn't like me. Oh, okay, well, yeah, that happens. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, he used to wear plaid pants to school—red, white, and blue plaid pants. It was awesome. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Right. Very patriotic he, fella. Yeah, and he had this curly, curly reddish tungsten head of hair. It was all wiry and shit. Oh, he was awesome. Nice. And he'd bring two peanut butter sandwiches to school every day. They were cut in half. He'd take a bite out of one and then stick it all the way back in the bag. And then he'd go in and bring it back out and then stick it all the way in the bag. He was awesome. <laughs> I bet it was mesmerizing to watch him it eat. It was. <laughs> and, and J-Man at Bowling Green, we were roommates, and he tied me to my bed one night. <laughs> I don't think I would like that. But now I can well, see why. I didn't either. I, now I well, can see why I'll, you and Oscar Wilde would be such good friends. <laughs> well, here's the thing, Jay man. Joe Aker, uh, he had called me one night from his girlfriend's dorm room, and he said, "Hey, I'll be coming over. I'll be coming back to the dorm here in a little bit. What do you want?" And I told him, and said, "Hey, I'll get this and I'll get that." And I said, uh, whoa, 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 I said okay. "What do you mean? What do you want? Whoa, 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 whoa. What do you mean, what do you want? We need details. I mean, like a dime bag of marijuana, some, some no, cocaine, heroin. What, 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 oh, what beer. Are about? Beer and oh. smokes. Beer. Beer and smokes. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So we got the order down. He said, I'll be there. I'll be back to the dorm in 20 minutes. I said, okay. 
So 15 minutes later, I knocked over the chair, knocked some shit off the desk, and laid on the floor waiting for him to come in, feigning a heart attack. <laughs> and he walked in, he went, oh, Jesus Christ, and it scared the shit out of me. <laughs> and then I laughed. Uh-huh. Well, it was about a week or two later that Saturday morning I woke up from a Friday night party and I couldn't move because he had tied me to the bed. <laughs> <laughs> That was my, that was his reparations. Uh-huh. uh-huh. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Well, I got him back, though, J-Man, because the end of that semester, while he went home for the weekend prior to finals, I sold his textbooks. And I had a big party that weekend. <laughs> I would have kicked your ass. <laughs> <laughs> you see, and that's why we were friends, because he thought that was the funniest thing in the world. <laughs> uh-huh. No, I would have got that money out of you. I would have got that money oh, out of you. Oh, his old man had money. He didn't care. Oh, well, see, okay. If I had money, I'd have let it go, sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. But then, uh, yeah, times. a couple years good ago, times, he, he married some lady, and she didn't like me calling him. Yeah, yeah. Because they got a plan. They got a plan. They got a life plan. And it doesn't oh. involve me. <laughs> <laughs> they have a life plan, and that plan excludes certain people, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, well, and it, ex- it excludes humor in general. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, God. Those people. Yeah. Oh, yes. Oh, God. She's a. I almost said the word. She's a jerk. I almost said another <laughs> not word. A, not a nice, not a nice person, huh? No, she's not a nice person. Yeah. Yeah. Well, but there yeah, were a few. I've, uh, I've known him since I was eight. So. Yeah, a few characters around when I was in college. We had the. Uh, yeah, we had guys. You know, kind of. Uh, uh, covers uh, all the topics of today's show. You know, picking your poison. People who can't handle their drink. And friends, and uh, this one, Scott, good guy. I mean, really a good, really good guy. You know, just not, you know, you can't find anybody who say a bad thing about him. And uh, he liked to drink seven and seven. But the problem mm-hmm. with it is, is that that after two of them, he would, you know, get all depressed and shit. <laughs> That's yeah. how alcohol affected him. And he would sit there and he'd say, "How come girls don't like me?" <laughs> oh yeah. Well, maybe because you're a sniveling little crybaby after two drinks. That happens. Yeah. Of course, that's when Kinda I like stopped Stephen drinking. Stephen Coburn when he loses the uh, Belmont Stakes. Probably so. He'd been drinking. He'd probably been drinking. You know, that old boy had a few. Oh, boy. Well, actually, that was when before I... he got it. Before he got into his ride home, he said, it's time to drink some whiskey. Yeah. <laughs> he brought some of that Kentucky bourbon with him. Uh-huh. But, uh, that's when I learned uh, not to drink 7 and 7. Because in a shocking development, 
Shocking development yeah. when I drink seven and seven, I get just a little loud and obnoxious. <laughs> really? Um, if if we talk to Schmoop later, she can chime in on the seven and seven discussion. Oh, and we will too. Talk to her in a little bit. I've been banned from those. <laughs> See. <laughs> <laughs> and that also was the, probably the worst hangover of my life. Oh, yeah. That's the devil. Even worse than the Bacardi. You know, it's weird, though, because I could drink Bacardi 151 and didn't get that, that bad. But 7 and 7 just damn near killed me. Well, that's because you can drink a lot of them because they go down so smoothly. Probably uh, it, yeah. Oh, yeah, and get that 7-Up's oh, got that little fizz to it. You know, you drink a 7-Up yeah. and you, uh, you know, let out a belch and everybody <laughs> exactly. laughs. Mm-hmm. Oh, sure, it's funny for a while. <laughs> it is. <laughs> <laughs> and then, of course, we had uh, James, who, uh, when he drank, you know, he and his roommate had uh, the, the bunk beds in their room. Mm-hmm. Set up their beds as bunk beds, and he, uh, when he drank, he had to sleep on the, the bottom bed because he did to piss his pants. <laughs> hey, well, it's best that it boils down sleep. just two inches rather than three feet. Right, right. He's a heavy, he's a, a heavy sleeper, and didn't wake him up. <laughs> pass out in his jeans on the bed, and mm-hmm. he hit. Well, the worst part about it is that he would probably only have about four wine coolers. <laughs> oh, my God, that's embarrassing. Come on, yeah. dude. <laughs> yeah, he was the biggest lightweight ever. No doubt about it. <laughs> Unbelievable. The rest of us had so much Bacardi 151, we could set our breath on fire. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> When I worked at Hardy's in high school, I had a, oh, my God. We were all friends. It was a good crew, and we were actually good at what we did. You know, teenage kids actually doing their job back mm-hmm. in the day, not like today. Yeah, back before Obama's America. <laughs> exactly. Well, of course, we had Sherry. Sherry and I were best friends back then. But one of our best friends was also a guy named Alan Foster, the biggest liar in the world. He just couldn't stop himself, Jay. But we didn't (laughs) care because we knew he was lying Mm -hmm. or embellishing, embellishing. Well, I was going to say, maybe he was just telling stories. Yeah. But the best thing about him, one, one Saturday morning he opened up. It was his turn to open at Hardy's. And uh, he lost all his eyebrows when he had a little grill incident as he was lying. <laughs> and it's funny because he didn't go blind or anything. He just lost all his eyebrows. <laughs> and the funny yeah, thing well, is, I... this, this um, embellisher slice fun guy. He was on Jeopardy like a year and a half ago. He didn't win, but somehow oh, really? he managed to squirrel his way onto Jeopardy. He probably had someone <laughs> else take the test for him. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> hey, maybe just he just charmed him. He just charmed his way yeah. onto the show. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and then when I lived in uh, Springfield, Missouri, and uh, worked out there at the uh, big defense giant, uh, shall remain nameless because they probably sue us. Um, <laughs> my uh, my boss, Harold, was a heck of a guy. <laughs> he drank a, a fifth of Jack every day. And he drove around. He lived out outside of town, out in the country, in a little trailer house. And uh, he drove around with three handguns in his truck all the time. And he would stop and pull off the road if he saw a coyote and start shooting at it. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, so it was a bit of an adventure being around him, let me tell you. Uh-oh, Jay. Oh, dear. John McCain here yet again, my friends. <laughs> I was recalling my years held captive in Vietnam in the Hanoi Hilton and how I longed for my dad to get me the hell out of there, knowing that as a father, he would do all he could to make that happen. I see in the parents of Sergeant Bo Bergdahl that same parental fire in the belly that helped to bring Sergeant Bergdahl back home. Their tenaciousness made certain that we leave no American behind. Here's to them and their son, Sergeant Bergdahl. All right. It's nice to see he's back on the patriotic yeah. bandwagon. Back on back on track. That's good. Good John McCain is back. I like it when good John McCain is here. Yeah, I love good John McCain. Uh-huh. That's Much the like John I McCain liked, um, I considered voting that? for. Well, let's say good John McCain is the John McCain I considered voting for. Did you really? Yeah, well, then bad John McCain took over, so. Or stupid John McCain. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. Hey, <laughs> yeah, dumbass. Meet my dumb running mate. John <laughs> meet my <laughs> running mate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. People all over America just looking at the TV going, well, I guess you don't want to be president, do you? <laughs> <laughs> I'll never forget when um, an off-camera mic uh, caught Peggy Noonan and Mike Schmidt saying when Sarah Palin was announced as the running mate that they both said, oh, God, it's over. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, totally lost. And then the light comes on and the show starts and they're like, you know, John McCain, brilliant move. This is going to be a, quite mm-hmm. a battle. <laughs> All of a sudden, Michigan and Pennsylvania are in play because of her. <laughs> Yeah. I'll tell you what I had. Um, I had one pretty good friend at SEIU when I worked worked for the union. His name was Lee Alvis. He was a whore dog among whore dogs. Oh my god, he was <laughs> terrible. But the funniest thing about him, let's say we're just uh, in Detroit working for Kwame Kilpatrick, and we're just all going to meet at the bar later. We're just going to wear jeans and a shirt or whatever. He would have to iron his jeans and iron his T-shirt 
because he wanted to look pressed. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. I said, what are you doing? I'm ironing my T-shirt. What's wrong with that? Okay, whatever. I don't iron anything. I throw it in the dryer for a couple of minutes, and if that if that doesn't work out, then oh well. And the worst thing is, he'd be a whore dog in front of me. We went to a Christmas party, and Schmoop was with me. It was at a bowling alley, and Schmoop's <laughs> getting ready to address the pins. And Lee Alvis gets up out of his chair and goes, stands behind her. You're standing behind me because you want to watch my ass. And he would say, yes. <laughs> Trying to get a better view. I understand. <laughs> What the hell? Oh, yeah. I love that guy. He was funny. <laughs> <laughs> and he was one of the... Oh, yeah. And he's one of the few people with just a mustache, Jay. He's like the, <laughs> the Mark Roman. <laughs> or a porn star from the 70s. Or a cop. We got the cop Or staff. a cop. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I've considered that. I've considered... Uh, growing a uh, cop stash and just answering my phone with my last name, you know. It rings Adams, just like the cops do on TV. That's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> yep. All right. And well, then, you of know, course, uh, I, have my, oh. I, I have my best friend, Schmoop, who gets the knots out of my drawstrings. What more could you ask for? Smoop is, is uh, I think she's lots of people's BFF, and she doesn't even know it. Oh, I'm sure she's not. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I think it's about time to hear from Smoop. You want to hear from Smoop? Like you wouldn't believe. All right. Go hit the phone, Schmoop. Oh, boy. Uh. It's a long walk to Tipperary. <laughs> and uh, She's I, going think, I think we missed Jamie. I think she had the little thing up. I might have missed it. Uh. It's not there now, but if, Jamie, if you wanted to holler at us, let us know. I'm right here. Oh, my God. Oh, my Ooh. God. Move. Snuck up on us there. Is it too loud? <laughs> no, no. No, 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 no. No, no, no. We knew you were coming and you still surprised us. What? Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> How are well, you guys? Uh, smooth, today? Uh, wonderful. Good. Awesome. I, I, I understand you had a uh you had to get out this week. Deal with some people. I did. Act in a act in a professional manner for a little while. How'd that go? Uh, it, I thought it went well. Um, I'm hoping that I get whoa, a call whoa, back. Whoa, 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 whoa. What do you mean, it went well? What are you talking about? My job interview with the uh, <clears throat> pharmacy here. Oh, a national yeah. chain or local? Is it a... Uh, it's a national chain. Really? Oh, yeah. well, that would be that would be nice because that's always uh, gives you an out. If you just can't take Matman anymore, they have 
locations <laughs> in many other cities. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty good. That is true. Um, actually, this one is uh, within walking distance, which I appreciate because we only have one car. So Nice. Nice. Yeah. So I did thought he, uh, I thought it went did well. He ask you, did he ask for your strengths and weaknesses? Actually, no, and I was really glad about that. Um, because you have neither, do you? <laughs> uh, I have a lot of weaknesses. <laughs> um, but uh, and he didn't ask me where I want to be in five years, <laughs> which you could answer. You could have answered that. Yeah, I could have. Um, employed. Say, <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, buddy, I don't have any strengths, I don't have any weaknesses, and I don't have any dreams. I'm perfect for corporate America. Let's go. Oh, that's exactly right. <laughs> I just want to be free. <laughs> <laughs> I can work mornings, afternoons, evenings, weekends, holidays. What more do you people want? My dream is to stand there and ring up people's M&Ms, condoms, and beer. <laughs> Exactly right. And I know where all of those are located. <laughs> well. I know. <laughs> I know. Who have you been seeing? Dude, I went to, <laughs> I got there ridiculously early. So I went through all the aisles. So I know where it's all at. Wandered the aisles, checked everything out. But, uh, you know, plus they have signs. So, you know, that helped. Yeah, I could just see somebody come in and ask you where the Band-Aids are, and you'd be like, well, I don't know. Let's look up at the signs. What do you say? <laughs> could, could you look at the sign? Is this really that hard? <laughs> yeah. Okay, buddy. Let's see. Aisle 6 says Band-Aids. Oh, okay. <laughs> now, I'd be the kind of person that said, well, hang on just a second, and I'll take you over there to where they are, because that's the kind of person I am. You'd hold her hand. <laughs> I would do that if they were old. No, oh. yeah. Do you think it's really great that that pharmacies in America make all the old folks who can barely walk come in and walk all the way to the back to get their prescriptions? <laughs> Is that sad or what? <laughs> but, I mean, you know, the, some of them. The I mean, they do have the drive-up. They have the drive-up service. Yeah. But. Should they really be driving? Yeah, not <laughs> yeah, true. Yeah, they've got the cigarettes right up front, though, so <laughs> they know those people true. can't walk too far. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, this particular pharmacy doesn't sell cigarettes and or beer. Ooh. Oh, that's yeah. right. They were. Uh, they're not going to nationwide. They, they're pulling cigarettes from their stores. I read they that. They are. Um, yeah. This one never did. This particular oh, okay. location never did. So. <laughs> well, now, did you ask him if they sell the morning after pill? Just as a, you know, <laughs> a little research. <laughs> no. <laughs> Dude, I just want a job. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't ask him how tight the security on the Percocet, the Vicodin, is? <laughs> No, don't put me in the pharmacy because that's just not good. <laughs> but I thought it went well. I mean, <laughs> you know, he Did asked me questions yes, sir, about no, my sir. jobs, and I asked him questions about this job. So, 
And they do tend to hire a little bit older people. Well, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> older, trustworthy looking people. Uh, I'm old, yeah. Well, older anyway, J-Man. <laughs> well, the lady at the cash register who asked me as I'm wandering, looking like I'm going to thieve something. <laughs> Can I help you? <laughs> and she was at least 60, so. <laughs> See, there you go. So, you, so you're pretty sure you could take her if you had to? <laughs> oh, definitely. <laughs> What do you mean you don't know? Please don't speak. I'm talking to Jeff. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Could you thieve some Viagra if you get the job? No. You don't. You don't steal from places you work. I do. You do not. I, I just take. I take something and I forget to pay for it. Exactly right. <laughs> and I, uh, you guys were talking about best friends. Mm-hmm. I had one in high school. She's dead now, but um, <laughs> wonderful. She, oh. Bye. Well, she is. <laughs> yes, I know. I didn't know this was coming up. Well, we were best friends all the way through high school, and then when we graduated, we just couldn't get along anymore because. She wanted to relive it all. (laughs) (laughs) And, you know, not get a job or, you know, have her mom support her for the rest of her life. So, there you go. All right. So, who's your best friend now? Well, you are, dear. Oh. Oh, wait. Outside of Corky. Okay, you are. Yeah. Corky first, then you. Okay. But see, she's 15 years old, so once she passes away, then it'll just be you. Uh-huh. Until you bring Corky Jr. home. (laughs) No. No more. That's what they always say. (laughs) So hopefully tomorrow I will get another interview. All right. Oh, a second interview, huh? They do it that way. Well, he said oh, he was maybe. interviewing Thursday and Friday, and then he let me know. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, they always do. Well, we've got multiple interviews lined up, and uh, you know, we'll uh, <laughs> we'll give you a call. And if not, uh, we keep uh, resumes on file for 90 days. That's right. You are correct. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, everybody's looking at my credit score and my, you know, <clears throat> hospital bills and stuff. It should, be, it should be illegal for them to look at your credit score. Yeah, well, it should be. Well, see, years ago when you interviewed for a job, they looked at your longevity. And, you know, they actually looked at what you could do. And how long you stayed at a place, and they don't do that anymore. Yeah. I mean, we are talking about, you know, running a register, right? <laughs> it's in the CEO position, right? Right. I mean, it's not, it's not the hardest thing to train somebody. Or, yeah. 
I mean, this is these are the types of things people can learn to do, and you know they put out a little right effort. or or stocking, stocking shelves, doing inventory, this kind of thing, um, which I've all right. done before, but right, fully capable. You know, and I've stuff. never run, I've never run a cash register, but a M computer literate. Uh, it's right. all touch screen now. It's all touch screen. Touch screen or scan? Well, yeah, just scan it. Boop, 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 boop. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Just like at the beer mine. I'm yeah, surprised. I'm surprised that they don't require an MBA in mathematics and finance. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I am too. I'm like, what more do you people want? I'm willing to work, you know, 15 hours a day, seven days a week, holidays. <laughs> I, I don't know. You'd work naked, but, well, you'd have to have a sports bra on. <laughs> <laughs> Naked is not an option, darling. <laughs> Look, I'm I hear that often. Wear that stupid red <laughs> shirt and khaki outfit that you people have to wear. Well, see, this one would be powder blue and khaki. Ooh. Yeah. Powder yeah. blue. That's kind of pretty. That's kind of pretty. off button and come back into the room. <laughs> Ten four. Bye bye. <laughs> oh boy. There you go. I'll tell you what, Jay, I got a big buzz going on because of the echo in here. No. <laughs> well thanks for joining us. Schmoop. Yeah, you. that was nice. Alright, and good luck with that. I hope they call. Hope that works out. Yeah. And uh, speaking of uh, having a, a big buzz, which yeah. may result in a hangover, uh, Joshua. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. The review, which uh, you didn't know was coming, because one of the great things about our show prep is that uh, sometimes we just don't do what we talked about <laughs> in the press. No, we just kind of talk. <laughs> yeah. And it turns out it was instead of Bobby Kraft, we had Joshua here this week. And he is reviewing <laughs> The Hangover. Which is uh, you know, kind of, and it's you know, three or four best friends going to Vegas, getting drunk, yep. having hangovers. Just you know, it's perfect, perfect for this show. Mhm. And I can't wait. To... Hey, Joshua here for the Hollywood Report on IWS Radio. This week, I am going to review one of the biggest grossing movies of the last few years, The Hangover. The movie features a great cast of brilliant comedic actors, Zach Galifianakis, Ed Helms, Bradley Cooper, Roar, and the beautiful and talented Heather Graham, along with a lot of other people. A blowout Las Vegas bachelor party turns into a race against time when three well-hung, oops, three hung-over groomsmen awaken after a night of drunken debauchery to find that the groom has gone missing. (gasps) 
In 48 hours, Doug is scheduled to walk down the aisle, effectively ending his reign as a rowdy bachelor. Realizing that this is their last blowout with their best friend, Doug's groomsmen organize a Sin City bachelor bash he'll never forget. The next morning, though, the groomsmen come into their Caesar's Palace suite to find a tiger in the bathroom, a six-month-old baby tucked away in the closet, but no Doug. With no memory of the previous night's transgressions and precious little time to spare, the trio set out in a hazy attempt to retrace their steps and discover exactly where things went wrong. Hmm. Uh, I, okay. Like everyone, I have woken up in Las Vegas in a hotel room with a headache and a sore ass many times. And even though this movie got a 75% fresh rating on Rotten Tomatoes and has been generally well received, I have to admit, I wasn't a big fan. Outside of Galifianakis's always spot-on awkward humor, I thought the show mostly relied on Ed Helms's patented histrionics and cliched humor and generally going for the cheap, low-hanging fruit joke and stereotypical slurs. Plus, I really don't care for the way they're trying to rehabilitate a convicted rapist like Mike Tyson. It's all just so unseemly. If you're a fan of, say, Robin Williams' dick jokes or tawdry and lowbrow humor, then by all means, hop your nasty ass down on that couch that you bought for Goodwill and didn't bother to fumigate before bringing inside. Sit there in your dirty underwear, grab a can of Miller Lite in the back, Cheetos, and have the time of your life, honey. I won't think any less of you than I already do. But if you prefer your humor to have a little more effort behind it and want movies to get the most out of a very talented cast, I recommend that you give The Hangover a pass, lest you sit there wondering where the last two hours of your life went. For The Hollywood Report on IWS Radio, this has been Joshua. Stay fabulous. You're listening to IWS Radio on the BTR Network. Be sure to catch us on the Internet at IWSRadio.com. Hmm. I kind of enjoyed that movie myself. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, I enjoyed more Joshua's review of it. It was yeah. so Oscar Wilde. <laughs> it very was. It very much was. <laughs> and hey, our favorite Canadian would like to chit chat with us for a little while. Really? Yeah. Hi, guys. Jamie. Jamie. <laughs> what are you wearing? <laughs> are you serious? <laughs> yeah, he is. So am I. <laughs> yeah, I, I. <laughs> T-shirt and shorts. Oh, oh, yeah. What are you guys wearing? The same. That's awesome. No, no. The same T-shirt and shorts you're wearing. (laughs) (laughs) I've been wanting to talk to you guys since like five minutes after 12. Oops. Because. (laughs) Really? (laughs) 
<laughs> well, you were, you talked about your roast. You said it was an oh, art roast. Yeah. And, you uh, must have that in Canada? Canadian cows don't have arms. They have legs, but they don't have arms. <laughs> Weird. Weird. <laughs> well, see, our cattle walk around on two legs. <laughs> yes, legs, not arms. No, just on the just on the hind two legs, they stand up straight and they stand around. In, oh, they do. <laughs> stand around in groups under a tree in the shade, and they, you know, drink wine and smoke cigarettes. cigarettes. <laughs> 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 they have deep intellectual conversations about you know the world. Oh, and <laughs> we can't yeah, Canadian Canadian cows just stand around and go moo. <laughs> They're eating grass and all happy. And stuff. <laughs> Yeah. And doing it pleasantly. Yes. Yeah, right. Of course. <clears throat> so it's today today's Canadian River Day. Oh I know. And I'll yes, tell you it what is. let me tell you something, Jamie. Let me tell you something you don't already know. What's that? The longest river in Canada is the Mackenzie River. You're kidding. No, I'm serious. Yeah. Or you didn't know that? Well, I might have thought about it for a while and came up with it. You, you, I would have guessed you, the St. Lawrence. No. <laughs> no, not even no, close. Not only that, but, but here's something else you didn't know. That Mackenzie River is the yeah. 12th long, longest river in the world. Awesome. And another thing you didn't know about it it was named after Mackenzie Phillips. <laughs> that I did not know. Yeah, it's true. Probably. Because yep. it had sex with it, the source of the river. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, boy. Well, I think you my, know what uh, the... I'm sorry. Oh, I was just going to say, my favorite Canadian river is the Peace River. I think that's that's the most Canadian river ever. Name one yeah. the Peace River. P-E-A-C-E. It never moves, does it, Jay? <laughs> <laughs> it meanders. It stands still. It meanders. <laughs> I'll tell you what, yeah. The tastiest, the most delicious river in Canada is the Milk River. Ooh. Yeah. I thought, that you, were, a two, I thought you were going to kill rivers, but that's because she's American. The what? I thought you were going to say Joan Rivers, but that's because <laughs> she's American. That's not bad. That's not bad. Very good. That's, that's Matt Man's personal favorite river in the entire world is the Joan River. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I thought in The funniest of, river in Canada, well, there's a couple. <laughs> One is the Porcupine River. Wow. That's always fun to say. And the other one is the (laughs) Hay River. Hay River! (laughs) Hay River. Yeah. However, it's not all fun and games. And I'm very disappointed to find out that there's a Slave River in Canada. (laughs) Very offensive, Jamie. Very offensive. Very. (laughs) 
think well, that's I thought in honor of River River Day, I would go canoeing on a river later today. Oh, well, yeah. And fly, fly yeah. my Canadian flag. You could go to the the Grand River. That is just south southwest of you, there in the Hammer. Very good. You know, I was having trouble locating a river. Didn't even think about the Grand River. Hmm? See? Grand River. They have canoeing trips. I looked it up. Oh. <laughs> you know, if you can't get on the river, you can walk near a river. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You sit on the bank. Yeah. Yep. Fish for some uh, rainbow right trout, maybe. River. Yeah, you can sit there on the bank of the river and do some fishing and drink some beer and listen to some banjo music. Or some Gordon I don't Whitefoot. Think we do banjo music in Canada. <laughs> you guys banned that, did you? <laughs> do some Gordon some Whitefoot or some grassroots. There's a whole lot of uh, bagpipes and stuff like that, you know. Yeah. Speaking of things that should have been banned. <laughs> <laughs> then you have the Thames River that runs through London, Ontario. Boy, they were clever there, weren't they? <laughs> oh boy. I guess they just thought that some 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 stupid Americans would <laughs> would fall for that. <laughs> well, they did, and that's where. Well, they won. Well, no, they didn't win the Battle of the Thames. But her <laughs> homeboy, J-Man, that's where Tecumseh would, was killed. The Battle of Thames oh. during the Battle of War of 1812. Oh. Up there on the Very Canadian Thames River. So impressive. Yeah. <sighs> what are you guys that day? Yeah, he got the... Uh, the Yamaska River, flowing through <laughs> Quebec. And as you would expect, with all the Frenchies around, it's the most polluted river in Canada. Because <laughs> they have all their arm hair in it. <laughs> <laughs> they, they bathe in that river. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Dude, I watched uh, the last part of the French Open yesterday. Shout out to our girl Maria Sharapova, our Hell friend, yeah. for winning another French Open and uh, beating that little skank from Romania. <laughs> <laughs> kidding. I'm kidding. She was a sweet girl, I'm sure. Anyway, uh, they, uh, you know, they play on, on, since they're on clay, they don't have the little lasers on the line to determine if the ball's in or out because that makes a mark on the clay. And if they think it's real close, they can ask the judge to get down off his little uh, high chair there and go to, <laughs> go down there and look at the mark. And they asked this, this this French judge, and that dude sashayed in every sense of the word across that court. <laughs> and he stood there with the one what, hand on his hip looking at the, <laughs> the spot. With the eyes of the world upon him. <laughs> yes, he did. This is and my gonna, moment. <laughs> Get out a cigarette and <laughs> the ball is out. <laughs> that was the worst shot I've ever seen you hit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> he might as well have been wearing a beret. <laughs> No, I guess they don't allow it. <laughs> it's not all tennis-like, is it? Hmm. It's unprofessional. Yes. So. So what else is happening in the hammer, Jamie? Kind of a cloudy day here today. Nothing happening with me. I'm just laying in my bed. Really? Thinking of us? Thinking of you guys. Oh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Thinking of poor Jason and his onion-smelling hands. Uh, I yeah. know it. Terrible. <laughs> now they're going to smell like potatoes this afternoon. It's awful. You know, that wash, you know if you use soap, it washes off, right? I, over and over and over. <laughs> Antibacterial dial soap and... I can still smell a little onion on him. I swear I can. <laughs> That's funny. I've never, like, really cooked with a crock pot, so how long does it take to cook potatoes in a crock pot? Uh, about four hours, five hours. <laughs> you ever thought of cooking them on the stove in about a half an hour? Well, you know? these, I mean... That's the whole idea, is you just slow cook it all in one pot. Oh, okay. And, you know, we're talking about mashed potatoes. Going down. Be, you, you, you know, you cut them all thick so they can, you know, kind of hold their shape. And I hear the, the police coming after you, Jamie. That's <laughs> a fire truck. Oh. It's always been... I live in a neighborhood with a bunch of high rises, so there's a lot of fires. <laughs> I would think up in Canada, their sirens would be a little more pleasant. <laughs> no. Yeah, I kind of think that their 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 sirens would just be, <clears throat> "Excuse me, please, <clears throat> there's a fire." <clears throat> Excuse me. Exactly. Pardon Hello. me. Pardon me. Pardon me. Hello. Pardon me. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I need to get through. There's a fire. It's I not an emergency, it. but it's something we need to get to. <laughs> <laughs> Those guys are just going to lunch. <laughs> Those guys that went I, by just now are just going to lunch. You know it. Yeah, exactly. Well, I buzzed in earlier, but I unclicked it because there was uh, motorcycles going by, a whole bunch of them. And I figured it was too noisy to talk. So, yeah. so, I, so I've learned that if you press 1 to talk, if you press it again, it takes you off the list. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> well, helpful hint for the listeners out there after four years. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <clears throat> well, we had somebody in the we had somebody in the chat room for a few minutes there. Somebody went by the name of C O G. Oh, really? And uh, but they uh, they left after asking if Joshua was a fag. Oh, uh, that's hard. Yeah, I know. You know, and and. And, and you know what? I, I checked them out. I went to their BTR profile, and in, a, in, in their BTR profile is just a big cross with a whole bunch of Christian sayings on there. Yeah. You know. Oh. Come on, dude. Come on. Okay, did you guys want an update on Stubby? Yes. Oh God, yes. I've been wondering what's happening. Well, let's find out. Jai Matman. Guy on your dick here, coming to you live from the land down under. 
as Mr. Vague and I continue our quest to find the remains and or actual still living body of IWS Radio's very own Stubby Stonehenge, who, just a week to seven days ago, was violently swept up into the bowels of an angry anti-cyclonic dust devil known as a Willy Willy. We have followed the track of the Tempest through the villages of Elliot and Tennant Creek, looking for any evidence of the whereabouts of Stubby. We found no evidence of his drop-off point along the Willy Willy's path of destruction until yesterday. Around 4 p.m. local time Saturday, myself, Mr. Vague, and our Aboriginal tour guides located an empty bottle of Crown Royal and four unsmoked Marlboro Light cigarettes three kilometers north of the town of Alice Springs. Also yesterday, a local Alice Springian reported to us <laughs> that she had seen a disheveled and dust-deviled-looking man in his late 40s to early 50s walking about in a stupor while humming Take Five by Dave Rubeck. <laughs> Mr. Vague and I were replete with resplendentness when the buxom Aussie of long legs and blonde hair in her mid-thirties, aptly named Sydney Melbourne, looked us in our hopeful eyes and gave us her account of what she had witnessed. While we did not want Stubby's trail to grow cold, the Australian sun is very hot. So we took the rest of the day off and sought some rest and refuge at Lassiter's Hotel Casino in Alice Springs. Sydney, whom we have added to our search team, advised <laughs> us to seek a fine repast, regeneration, and rum drinks o'plenty at the Juicy Rump. The Juicy Rump is nestled within the Lassiter's Hotel Casino with stunning views of the McDonald Ranges and is a contemporary architecturally designed space perfect for family dinners or even just casual drinks with workmates. Set out with a spacious outdoor courtyard, the steakhouse turns into a great venue to dance the night away on Friday and Saturday nights. That's the Juicy Rump, and if you don't believe me, Google it. Anyway, <laughs> guys, we are now well rested and ready to continue our search for what appears to be a still-alive, yet demented and discombobulated steady Stonehenge. As we venture ever southward, near miles beneath the Tropic of Capricorn, on behalf of Mr. Vague, our Aboriginal tour guides, and Sydney Melbourne, this is Guy on your deck, tossing it back to you guys in the studio. Oh yeah. <laughs> 
I'm telling you what, I want to be at the Juicy Rump. Oh, yeah. I'd go to the Juicy Rump long before I'd go to Giada's restaurant. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. <laughs> so there's hope for Stubby? There's hope. There's always hope. Evidently. He's meandering. He's taking a walkabout through yeah. the Australian desert. I don't like fi- the sounds of him being discombobulated, though. He might be... Uh, you might be fighting a croc out there in the <laughs> one of the rivers. Well, there you go. Maybe he's taking yeah. over where Steve Irwin left. Steve Irwin left off. <laughs> Maybe so. <laughs> hey man, I think there's more. Go ahead. I, I think there's there's breaking news again from from our favorite senator, right? God, J-Man. Here we go. Hi, friends. John McCain here for for what I'm sure to be the final time. Yesterday, around 2.30 or so, my wife Cindy and I had a focus group of about 20 patriotic Americans over for dinner. As we dined on minute steaks and mashed potatoes, all 20 guests echoed what I have been saying from the outset of this ungodly prisoner swap. Bo Bergdahl has dishonored himself and his country, and his hippie father is a Muslim sympathizer. God bless this great nation of ours, and keep us safe from the five evildoers that President Obama has just handed back to the devil. (laughs) Wow. Yeah, well, he's pretty. He's pretty serious. Yeah, bad, bad McCain once again. I'll tell you what, though, if Megan is the one playing the organ music, that's hot. Actually, I think we should have swapped Megan for uh, <laughs> Bird Dog. Come on, we got a buxom blonde bombshell for you. We'll take her. <laughs> it is funny, right. though, man. It is funny how many how many uh, hits we get from the Middle East in these Muslim con- countries that look up. Uh, oh, I don't know, Miley Cyrus. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Searching for you know Taylor Swift. Naked. <laughs> wow. All right, then. Lots of hot Taylor Swift action on the website today at IWSRadio.com, yeah. folks. Damn right. Now Take we got to get to the info. Got to get to and the now info. Now we got a minute ten I'm left, sorry. so. Oh, we just got yep. a ba- barely a minute left, so. Thanks, everybody. <laughs> yep. Thanks, guys. And thanks, thanks, Jamie. Thanks for everything. Bye-bye. Thanks, Jamie. Bye-bye. Don't like a rose, but everybody knows she'll get you in touch. You can look, but you better not touch.
and poison and I'll become the creeping around. She's pretty as a daisy, but look how mad she's crazy. She'll really do you in if you let her get under your skin. Poison. Around. Poison Ivy, Poison Ivy Late at night while you're sleeping Poison Ivy comes to sleep in the rain 